Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Freedom Girls Sisterhood. I'm your freedom coach, Dawn Scott Damon, and I'm so very glad that you've taken time out of your evening tonight to join us. Hey, have you ever had a situation in your life where you're facing a giant, just a huge obstacle that you don't know how to get around? Well, tonight we're going to talk about that. How do you slay the giants in your life? But first, this is Dawn Scott Damon. I'm your freedom coach, and you're listening to the Freedom Girl Sisterhood. Ladies, on November 7th, we're going to have a Freedom Girl Sisterhood conference at Tribes Church in North Grand Rapids. Be watching for our registration and take a moment and go to the website freedomgirlsisterhood.com. That website again is freedomgirlsisterhood.com and you will find a place there where you can click on the link and register for the conference. You know, David was a man in the Bible, in the Old Testament, who the Word of God says he was a man after God's own heart. In other words, he sought after God's heart. He pursued God's heart. He loved the things that God loved. He ministered in the anointing and the power of God. He was a man that was not only created after God's heart, but he was a man who pursued God's heart. That's a pretty amazing distinction. But there was a time in his life where David, along with all of Israel, faced a giant. David was a young boy, and his brothers were at war. They were on the battlefield. You can see the story in 1 Samuel 17. And the brothers of David were on this battlefront, and, you know, they were fighting, and all of a sudden, the Philistines put forth their mighty man, a giant who was huge, he was massive, and he was amazingly intimidating. And that is always the mark of a giant. It may not be large to everyone, but it's large to you because whatever you face has the ability to intimidate you and cause you to feel small and cause you to shrink in its presence. And so the Philistines came, presented their giant, And all of Israel was overwhelmed with fear, and they were intimidated by the presence of this giant. Now, let's take a few thoughts about the giant. What did the giant do? He mocked the Israelites. He taunted them. He would uh, call out after them, and, and he would walk towards them with all of his armor and his bronze helmet and all of his coat of armor, and he would taunt and mock and make fun of the fear of the Israelites. And he did this morning and noon and night. And that is the purpose of your giant, that thing that's in your life that's intimidating you, that that thing that's standing up in front of you that's prohibiting you from moving forward in God or moving forward in your dream. It's this unsurmountable Uh, unpassable giant that's taunting you and mocking you and basically just saying, you know, who are you to do this thing? Who are you to 
to talk or to preach or to write a book? Who are you to be in this relationship or to hold this position or have this job or to have this ministry? And it was a standoff day after day after day. They had opposing forces that stood facing each other, army against army, man against man, and they could not defeat this giant. We know what that feels like, don't we, that that we've had this thing in our life that's just been a standoff. Day after day, we face it. We can't seem to get victory over it. It mocks us. It looms over us in in. All of its armor, it feels like, and we're getting the usual taunt from the giant that causes, as it did Israel, they ran away in fear. They were literally frightened, and they would ask each other, have you seen the giant? Have you seen the giant? And the fear began to be contagious as the army members would ask one another, did you see the giant? Did you see the giant today? And is he there again today? And, oh, yes, he's there again today. And no one was willing to battle this giant. Well, one day, David showed up on the battlefront, and his goal was to bring his brothers some food. And as he showed up on the battlefront, he saw this man taunting and mocking and defying God and the armies of Israel. And he asked his brothers, and he asked the people, Who is this Philistine? Now, I want to stop and tell you something right here. David never called him a giant. Those words never came out of David's mouth. He did not give credit to this man for being a giant. I want to draw a principle for us right now that oftentimes we're faced with obstacles and resistance and giants in our lives. And instead of acknowledging our God and making our God big, we're tempted to make the giant big. We talk about the giant, how big it is. We talk about the problem, how unsurmountable it is, how scary it is, how frightened we are by it. We talk about how paralyzed we are and all of the things that could go wrong, and we focus in on the negative. And we ask other people their opinion. You see it that way too, right? You see the giant. You see what I see. And instead of growing in our faith and magnifying God, we magnify the giant. We magnify the problem. We make God small and the problem big. But notice this. David never called him a giant. David refused to call him a giant. He was a He was a Philistine. He was an enemy of God. And not only that, David took it one step further because not only did he refuse to call him a giant, David diminished him. He not only didn't make him big, but he made him small. He diminished his significance. And I love that when I look at that and I think about that. David instead took time to make God big. He said, God, almighty, powerful God. He focused on God and magnified him for being the supreme being that he is. And he diminished the giant and said, I'm not even going to acknowledge you. I'm not even going to give you credit for being a giant. You are an uncircumcised Philistine. You are a pagan. You are not in covenant with God almighty. 
I am a man who is pursuing the heart of God, and I'm in covenant with my Father God, and I will stand before God with total assurance and total faith that you, you uncircumcised, uncovenanted person, you're coming down in Jesus' name. David knew who he was, and he knew who God was, and he relied on the relationship that he had with God, that the God who does all things well would not leave Israel unsupported. He would not abandon them in their time of need, but David knew that Israel would be assured the victory. You know, there's a Proverbs where David says, basically, because of the favor of God, he will defeat all of my enemies. Child of God, woman of God, do you know that you have the favor of Almighty God on your life? You are in covenant with him if you're one of his children. You're his child, of course, because he created you. But are you his child because he's redeemed you? Give your life to Jesus. Get on God's side and understand that the favor of God will rest on your life. And because God's favor is on your life, he will defeat your enemies. Those things that come up to challenge you and dissuade you from God's promises and intimidate you and mock you, they will come down in Jesus' name because you are God's covenant, his child, his daughter, and he loves you. Isn't it time for us to make God big? Isn't it time for us to say, God, you are God almighty, powerful, holy, just, true and righteous you are a miracle working god you're my healer you're my way maker you're my redeemer you're my provider you're my deliverer you're my friend my savior my shepherd my husband you're everything that i need god and i know that i know that i know that you will deliver me you will not let this giant stand in my way and listen friends if something is hurting you God will remove it. If he doesn't remove it, then it's not in between you and your destiny. It might be there to buffet you or to to sharpen you or to cause you to draw closer to God, but it's not there to defeat you if you don't let it. God says nothing will get in the way of you and your destiny when you trust in God, rely on God, and live, stay in faith, believing him. Now listen, the other thing I want to show you in 1 Samuel 17 is that David never let any words come out of his mouth that were not faith-filled. He didn't worry. He didn't stress. And even when he was invited to wear the armor of the king of Israel, Saul's armor, he tried it on for a minute and then he said, you know what, this doesn't fit for me. This doesn't work for me. I've killed the lion and I've killed the bear. And God will be faithful to me, and I'll kill this giant the same way that I've handled battles in the past with God's help and God's favor. You you don't have to wear somebody else's armor. You don't have to do it somebody else's way. Come on now. God's called you to be you. Be the best, biggest, baddest you you can be. And trust God to work through you and the way God made you and how he's anointed you. And here's the last thing I want to share. When David came at the enemy, he opened his mouth and he began to speak to that giant and he hurled that stone and he took him down. Never face your giant with your mouth closed. 
Always face your obstacles, your roadblocks, the big walls and the giants and those intimidating things with your mouth open and your words full of faith. This day you're coming down. This day it's over. This day God will be faithful. Today my deliverance is sure. Today I stand in the power and presence of God and I will not fear. Today your mocking, taunting, cursing, and uh, critical fault-finding voice comes to an end in Jesus' name. That's how you face your giants. So I want to encourage you, sister. I want you to be willing and able to face any giant. It's time for you to be free. It's time for you to walk in freedom. It's time for you to remember that you're in covenant with God. The favor of God rests on your life. It's time for you to stop making pet and deals and bargains with the devil. Break up with him. Break up with the giants. Understand that God will fight your battles for you. Fear not. You don't have to do it the world's way. You do it God's way, and God will see you through. Amen? Amen. Well, that's just a quick word for you tonight. We don't need to say any more than that. God is on your side, and God will fight your battles. So you face your giants with your mouth open and your words full of faith. Jesus, I thank you tonight that you are God all by yourself. And Lord, when we face giants and intimidation that mocks us and criticizes us, and tries to reveal our faults and make us feel small and insignificant. I pray, God, that a spirit of faith would rise up in us, that we would open our mouth and we would begin to declare how big you are, that we would magnify God, and that we would diminish every problem and every obstacle, and that my sisters, God, listening tonight, would overcome in your name with your power, and they would defeat the enemy and they would move forward in your plan and promises for their life. I thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you girls tonight. Hey, I want to remind you again that on November 7th at Tribes Church in North Grand Rapids, we are going to be having a Freedom Girls Sisterhood Conference. I hope you'll join us. It's a Saturday morning. We'll start at 8.30 a.m. and we'll conclude at 4 o'clock. It's a registration will start soon, $25 a person. I hope you'll make every effort to be there. God bless you, everyone. This is Don Scott Damon, your freedom coach, saying, Jesus loves you. Face those giants and bring them down in Jesus' name.